No! <laughs> Enough! Not again! Jeez. Uh, 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 oh my god. Get with that shit. <laughs> Fucking Bill, man. Bill. 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 Wrestle Boys. Hey, folks. Wrestle <laughs> Boys again. We're still doing TNA. Yeah. <laughs> We're still here. Yeah, we got we got Allie. We got Mega Fighter. Oh, shut up. You've had all the chances to, to quit after we fired you. <laughs> I wish I had. You really so should have fucking you really should have fucking quit. You know that? <laughs> you absolutely like, really. <laughs> like, <laughs> legit, we've given him so many we fired him so many times. He keeps Rock Tan keeps coming back. And Why now he's do you lying. even let me come back? Why? Why I don't am know. I here? Ain't ain't TNA pay-per-view should have been enough towards you. You at this point you come back of your own volition. Yeah. People, Unless we fired you again. I will People go on a to show. You do not know. We are all suffering for your enjoyment. Somehow the bill oh. the bill chant was like one of the least bad parts about what happened yesterday. <laughs> He kept it going oh for most God. of like the early parts. Well, what <laughs> happened was like I got a I got a phone call from my psychiatrist and I had to leave and then Mega Fighter stopped it like a coward. Hey, you're the one who walked off first. Not because I not because I wanted to. Sure. So um we, we start with a match. I believe this is a the trios match. Yes, a trios match. We have Joel, Jose, and the Amazing Red. They are the Spanish announce team. So is that how you pronounce Joel in like in like Spanish? Um I feel like it's kind of like a Noel Noel kind of thing. Cause like, yeah. I immediately uh, laughed at the name of the Spanish announce so, team. So yeah, the Spanish announce team are cousins of Amazing Red. And they're still called the Spanish announced team to this day. I genuinely don't even know why. Why? I don't know why they've never announced anything. I just... They said they were going to explain it, but but then they didn't. <sighs> they didn't explain why they were the Spanish announced team. Yes. I'm going to see if I can look it up. Because I, I'm... And who else is going to rest Phil wrestle, but Nashville zone, except one's from Samoa and the others like from like Puerto Rico or whatever. And one of them's from Georgia. One of them's from Georgia. The flying Elvises. Flying Elvises are back. Jimmy I'm Yang's pretty here. sure. I'm pretty sure that this is the first week since the first pay-per-view. No. that Yang has been on the show as part of the. Yang flying was back Elvises. last week. No, Yang did it. Yang's done like run-ins. Okay. And he's done like some matches. It's just he's it's very rare. So this and match you is... guys explained to me that he had not been on the show because he was off in Japan. And when I noticed him on the show, I was thinking you would think <clears throat> that being part of the group, he would at least come out with them. They were part of a talent trade with the, talent trade with the gay anal world champion Amore. Yeah, so the gay world, the gay world anal champion Amore. <laughs> oh <yeah. my. clears throat> I still. Just, I'm stunned that that's even a thing. 
So Look, uh, there was it was hard to DDT talk about. DDT Pro wants to have a gay world anal champion. That is their choice. It is their decision. Anyway, this match was hard to watch, but not because it was bad. It was because uh, Sonny Siaki insisted that he didn't need any help. So he was in the ring a lot, and we were forced to look at his ass. Well, yeah, so we had to look away. We had to not look at his ass. We have kept that to our well, word on that. he said he was going to be mad if we looked. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to upset Sonny Siaki. So what's weird is he, he tells other people not to help. He tells everyone else not to help him. So the two other Elvises just go on commentary and just watch him in a three-on-one handicap match. <laughs> they got good yeah. mics this time. And it's where we notice that fucking Jimmy Yang sounds like he's Slater. Hey, guys, I'm Jimmy Yang. I like. I was like, oh, my God, he sounds like Slater. I've never heard him talk before at this point. So I was I'm like, the one-man rock band because Elvis, El- Elvis didn't really have a band. It was more just Elvis. Well, he had like he had a band, but it was more like a backing band than anything. It wasn't like an official, like a, like like he had probably he's just a solo artist with like a revolving door of people that work for him as fucking session boys. So they talk about why they're not helping Sonny Siaki, and uh, Jimmy Yang says he he's thick in the head. <laughs> <clears throat> At they, one point in the they, match, Siaka did a really nice spinning neck breaker, which I, I thought was cool. He yeah. did. That was a pretty good spinning neck breaker, but I did not look at his ass. Siaki was the only one who didn't want to Elvis. Uh, he refused the tag in several times when like Jimmy Yang offered, but eventually they got the tag. And they sort of do this weird situation where they like they do their comeback, but not before uh, Jorge Estrada gives his Elvis singing impersonation. <laughs> yeah. He's not confident in his singing. He's not, like, his singing's not bad, but he he was just like, I don't know, like, let me think of a song I can copy. Um, I found a new face to tell. Now this is a jailhouse rock. He's gonna jailhouse rock. Like a like a like a fucking kid trying to do like a like a church song. Yeah, but it still feels like he's the only guy who's into that whole Elvis thing. So I like decided to Yang, at least. so I decided to look him up. He was trained by Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> kind of yeah. kind of explains a lot why he was like trying to get the gimmick over. Yeah, speaking of church, yeah, that's how I would describe his singing as. Is like the person that's singing along in, in in church, but sings so quietly as to not be heard because no, they're not it's like confident. He's in, it's like he's in a convertible and like he's like in a convertible with the radio on and like Vanessa Carlton's playing and like the song's playing louder than he's singing. But then imagine if his radio cuts out, it's just like. Just that kind of, I'm kind of singing. <laughs> so, Amazing Red at one point does his signature move, the Infrared, which is a 540 quirk senton bomb, which, it's a really cool move, but it looks like it hurts like a son of a bitch. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. The, fuck um, the the twins hit like a double flannish spy, flannish spy. 
The Spanish <laughs> fly, yes. They hit the double Spanish fly from the top rope with, on Siaki. And Jesus Christ. There's like yeah. a pretty sick sunset flip power bomb. Double DDT. Like a weird double Did DDT. you order the Cobred? <laughs> Did you order the Cobred? I was yes. talking. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a code red, but the Elvises win with, like, a combination, like, remember when the Hardys did, like, the leg drop sent Swanton? It was kind of like yeah. that, but just, like, a splash. Yeah. I looked up the, I looked up Planish. Uh, I liked, I liked when Yang uh, hit both, uh, hit the, hit, like, a dual drop kick that was also cool. Yeah, so what happens is they hit their, they hit that double top rope move and they pose, and then Sunny Siaki just pins them when they're not, or just pins one of them when they're not looking. Yes. And yeah. gets the win. <laughs> uh, I saw a really good match. This I was a, pro- sorry. This this was a pretty good match. I would give it like this is a great match actually for the start of the show. I thought on my uh, Mave Deltzer rating, I would probably give it like a three, which is yeah, three. you know, just pretty good match. Yeah, <clears throat> good match. Elf, there was an Elvis Liv sign on display in the crowd during this match, which I thought was kind of fitting. So we cut to Don West, who's aggressively drinking water, and he's got like a silk blue shirt blue. and a silk blue tie that sort of blends I wasn't, in. I wasn't sure there even was a tie at some point, because it was like, are we sure the shirt just doesn't have like a fold or something that I'm just like looking at seeing as a tie? And just Ed Ferraro looks dirty. <laughs> He looks dirty and like his shirt's open and you can see his uh, chest hair. Uh, <laughs> uh, I described Don West looking like he was wearing a graduation robe. Oh, yes. Uh, we noticed that the fucking monitors are weird. Yeah, one of the, the monitors kind of fell in a little bit into the table. <laughs> they both look like they kind of sunk in because I'm used to the monitors being kind of like out in an angle so like the commentators can see it. Yeah, so much for that. So much for that, yeah. So... Uh, Mike Tanay interviews Apollo, who's outside of Ricky Steamboat's office, and like Ricky Steamboat just sort of ignores him and walks by, and then he just talks about how like Ricky Steamboat doesn't res- Ricky Steamboat doesn't respect him and he's corrupt because he Apollo's won all of his matches. Why isn't he getting a fucking title shot? He's 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 unbeaten in singles. Like the only one he lost was I think Bagwell got pinned. Yeah, and then cried about it. <clears throat> But uh, but it's, I am I am on Apollo's side here. He is being overlooked entirely. He has won every singles match he's gone up against. He should have a title shot at some point. He right? should at least be in the title picture. I think he's pretty good. He's pretty good too. Yeah. So uh, they eventually get to Steamboat's office where Goldilocks is like standing at, and pretty much what happens is the door opens. AJ Styles walks out. And Apollo tries to, like, get Ricky Steamboat's attention, which he's still here, by the way. He hasn't left yet. And okay, Ricky, Steamboat's was, like, Ricky Steamboat's just like, I'll talk when we want it to. I'll talk when I fucking feel like it, dude. And then all of a sudden, Jerry Lynn shows up. <laughs> and then suddenly, like, yeah, they, like, they're turning a corner, a door opens. And just Jerry Lynn and AJ Styles, like, just rush out past, like, Goldilocks and start They, they kind of fight down a hallway and then get tackled through a bathroom door. <laughs> And I think, like, the Dups were there and kind of bothering Ricky Steamboat, I guess. Yes. It's it's a whole mess. <laughs> yes. Poor Goldilocks. I never, saw, I, never saw, I never saw 
88 Styles walk out. So I just thought he was like in the room the whole time. And and then this Dairy Lynn went, this happened no, to no. knew he, he was there somehow. He just, he walked, it took like, it was a second of him walking out, but he walked out. He didn't do that thing where like you walk out and you pause for like a, ca- like just a camera take and then mm-hmm. you walk out. No, he just fucking left. <laughs> So, yeah, the Dups follow Ricky Steamboat to the ring and just accost him. And then Ricky Steamboat's just like, fuck it, do whatever. I don't care what you guys do. Just don't fuck with me. Yeah. And then they, and then uh, Bo Dup, like, raises his arms like, yay, we get to do what we want. And I'm thinking, you know, an authority figure giving the wrestlers carte blanche to do whatever they want without knowing what that is. Seems like a very bad idea. What are you talking about? Nothing bad's going to happen later. We got a um, title match between Ron Killings and Ken Shamrock. Yes, it's Ken Shamrock versus the True for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So here's the tale of the tape. Uh, both are about the same height. Uh, Ken Shamrock's a little bit heavier than him. Truth is hungry. <laughs> he's just he's just hungry. A sandwich, please. Ken Shamrock has walked the walk, but Truth is hungry. I think it's also, yeah, like, our truth talks the talk. There's a year, di- like, the difference in experience is brought up. But so our truth comes out, we came up with the stupid joke of, wait, we have catering? Nobody told Truth that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was Meatball's Kroger card, remember? Fucking <laughs> the Meatball Kroger <laughs> card. Oh, my God. That's, that's catering. Just, that's just cheese whiz and flour. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He didn't get the hardcore oranges, Drew. I'm sorry. Hardcore oranges, yes. The the prerequisite hardcore so thing, oranges. thing you noticed when Ken Shamrock came out, he's fucking shredded. <laughs> he's, he, like, he's never looked that, like, fucking muscly before. It's kind of nice, though. It's a surprise <laughs> he never got, like, a title of how built he is. So- either He either had was sucking in his test or, 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 sorry, his stomach, or it looked like his stomach had a like it almost looked like his stomach was dented just to how compa- compared to everything else <laughs> i'm sorry so, now i'm just imagining ken shamrock sucking in his chest and that's a very horrifying the commentary the commentary has <laughs> been about half of this match just trying to justify why their world title match is going on second yeah and saying it's I, a I, triple main event What's I remember the them talking the about running them. Uh, uh, they they're doing it now because they uh, because they don't want to run out of time during the show. But they always seem to manage that. Well, they anyway. say that the match has a one hour time limit, but it doesn't even go ten minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, this match it had a little bit of a story to it. Um, it was this thing of like, arch like fucking Ron Killings would um just know where he is in the ring to the point that like he could uh he would know where he is to the ring to the point that like anytime shamrock tried to submission just he knew where the ropes were now that's what we like to call ring awareness yes legitimately that's ring awareness yes that is ring awareness and the disciples are watching disciples of the new church are here to and monty Monty brown's watching Mike Brown's watching because he doesn't like our truth. And Steamboat at one point claimed that this match has been going back and forth from the beginning when it would only when it was only like three to five minutes in. And fucking yeah. Chad's here. And fucking Chad again. Yes. Fuck Chad. 
God damn it. How are we not rid of Chad yet? Can we get the fuck out of Nashville? Moved, I don't want to be around We moved Chad. venues and Chad's still there. His sign was different. He had like a he had like a sort of dro- like a drawing, I guess, of his face. And good, had like, know, good, then I know what, had like I know an, what to punch. And had like an arrow or something. It looked like the play button from WrestleMania. <laughs> so Dude, uh, yeah, Apollo runs reviews. out and there's a big shit fuck outside brawl. And Ron Killings wins. He's our first ever black NWA champion, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Two thing two things. First, that there was a sign that I pretty sure read K Crush, where is MC Hammer? Okay. Uh-huh. And my question at the end of this match is how was that mass interference not a DQ? Yeah. Why did the refs no spend contest. so much time running them off instead of signaling the timekeeper? Yes, maybe because it happened outside. It doesn't. Maybe it's that, because like, Ken you know? Shamrock's getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, this is our last appearance uh, from Ken Shamrock. That we know like, of, yes. Few... He comes back or in 2004. Yeah, he comes out in 2004. This will be his last like match. Which sucks, but hey, at least they put the belt on on somebody we like. Yeah, Truth is actually talented, even if his gimmick's weird right now. Yeah. So, uh, Apollo and Ricky Steamboat are, like, demanding to talk to each other. And, like, Ricky Steamboat says, but. And then the commentator's like, he must be mad, because he said, but. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yes. Oh yeah, because I remember like, that. Coming out his butt, like he so said, but like Steamboat the word comes like, out to you... deliver the ultimatum of like Apollo. You've been running wild for the last couple of weeks, trying to get a title, like a title shot. And I'm just like, he's been running rampant this week. The other weeks, he was, the other weeks he would win his match. Not Carlos Santana would play, and then he'd go home. <laughs> yes, not by Carlos Santana would play and then and then he'd go home and he really actually does deserve a title shot. And yeah. because How was Oh, sorry. How was him sorry? How was it running rampant for him to just I don't You know. I mean, he got held in the title you know, match. get on I'm... get on Ricky Steamboat's case to give him a title match. That's not running rampant. I mean, he was in that title match. Or, I mean, he interfered in the title match and so did Monty Brown. Uh, so did everyone. So did everyone, because just I, that's the way these matches work now. Is just everyone interferes. I can't even be sure that Apollo interfered. I'm just going on your word. I think it might have been the disciples, and then like Monty Brown chased them off. Something like Apollo, that, maybe. And Jerry Lynn was there. Just a lot of people fucking interfered in that last title match. Speaking of which, uh, something that we should probably mention is something that you guys found out is after that title match, Ken Shamrock just left. We said yeah. that, yes. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. I'm sorry. I missed it. I. Why don't you listen to us when we're talking to you? I On do. Podcast, so we're recording with you. Sometimes I miss little things here and there. Yeah, Did you hear where Ricky Steamboat said, but? Yes. Good, but okay. Uh, <clears throat> oh man, Allie's being very serious about this. He just said, but <laughs> so, uh, because we're talking about title shots, Jeff Jarrett has to come out and bitch. That's what he does. Yes. He only like his character is he comes out and bitches and then just goes and hits people with a chair. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. Yep, 
So it's like he, a prototype for Chavo Guerrero, but it's nowhere near as interesting. Well, Jeff that's because says he's sorry. It well, that's because Chavo was sick of Blue Demon Junior shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff you says can... he's pa- waited patiently for a title shot, yet he spent weeks attacking everyone with chairs, including the NWA console. Well, then again, he is a heel, so him he's lying, also lost, I guess. He's also got a record of 2-2 two, two in, in, his, his, uh, in his run here in the NWA TNA. Yeah, stop being a fucking... Just, well, maybe it's, his fault for, maybe it's his fault for being a loser. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what I was going to say You're is a loser. He, is a he, he is a heel, so him lying feeds into that. You know, why, you know... Oh, a heel isn't... Heels tell the truth? No. So he says, why isn't he getting a title shot? Well, the answer is white as he is. The answer is white as he is. Reverse racism. We are really going here, folks. We are going the reverse racism route where Jeff Jarrett isn't getting a title because he's white. Which is stupid. Well, here's the thing. You know, just, oh, Ricky Steamboat's Hawaiian. And Apollo's Puerto Rican, and Ron Killings is black. Ken Shamrock is white. Anyway, <laughs> I think all of our all of our current champions up until Truth One were white dudes. Yes, they were. Let's AJ, see. Styles AJ Styles is very white, white. <laughs> and he has two belts. AJ two belt. Jerry Lynn's white. I I think he's like from New York or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, or or Michigan, I think. Um, he might be from Michigan, actually. Yeah, just northerner. He's clearly Northern. a north. He's fair skinned. Just, I don't think he's ever seen a tan in his life. <laughs> you know. Look it up. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's from Minnesota. Oh, that's real white. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real white boy. Uh, <laughs> spoilers, but I'm also going to include Loki, who wins. Uh, who is uh. I feel like he's not all the oh, way he's white. He's Italian and Puerto Rican. So yeah, he's not all the way white. He's of, he's of mixed race, but he doesn't win until later. Yeah, he's Italian, after- Puerto Rican, and cosplaying a Japanese man. <laughs> yeah. And if we have to count him, Bruce is also a white man who yes. is when who is holding a women's title. Yeah, wear that dress. Wear that dress, Jeff. Okay. Uh Yeah. Put on a dress and go fight Bruce. Anyway. So it's kinda like it's kinda essentially teenage version of Santina Morella. So just yes. he just Ricky Steamboat says, Alright, Jeff, look, if you beat Apollo tonight, you'll get the truth. This is bullshit. And Apollo's undefeated. What what has Jeff Jarrett done to earn his title shot besides cry and hit people with chairs? Get good slap nuts. Yeah, get good slap nuts. Apollo wins via Apollo wins fair and square. He just he just fucking bodies people. That's all he does. He I don't know what his finisher people. is off the top of my head. It might be a power bomb or something, but yeah. You, but you, he's you would good. Think, you would think um, Ricky Steamboat seem kind of being the like the type of authority figure who makes fair better. No, he even says he'll be the special referee to call it down the middle. Well, yeah, I mean, being the kind of authority figure who tries to make fair and rational judgments would would say like Jeff Jarrett here you've been an asshole and been and you've actively attacked you know important people including the NWA council you're not getting this 
And Apollo, you know, despite the fact that I've been overlooking you and you've been pretty reasonable about this whole thing and you just wanted to ask me for a title shot instead of demanding one. You know, you're you're the equivalent of an asshole. (laughs) God. So, yeah, that that's the end of that segment. And now for the longest segment in all of human fucking history. Ah. It's time for the Zero Heat Hour with Disco and Inferno. Inferno. I want to punch his face. <laughs> am I gonna I, have to pull up the fucking? Am I gonna have to pull up the fucking like uh, fucking Cody Rhodes quote again? I mean, we could use a refresher. <laughs> Hold on, uh, I gotta fucking remember how it went, like because it was amazing. Well, I mean, I, he can't draw a dime unless you gave him pen and a paper, but that's not what he said. Yeah. Let me pull it up. So, he, uh, he is mad about his set because it's slightly different than it was last week. He's complaining okay, about- here we go. Stop. You know nothing. You have drawn zero dollars. No fan has ever left a show thinking about you. You were lucky to be a juiced-up double-lifer over-with-the-boys type in an era where you hid in plain sight, coasting on other success. Couldn't hang then, can't get booked now. Thank you, Cody. So, right. uh, yeah, the Zero Heat Hour, where he complains about his set being changed, even though I think it's just like there's a corkboard now. There's a corkboard, and there's, like, new furniture the again. Chairs because... just, the chairs are just to the side. They're not gone. They're not even as like bad as they as they were the first time we did jive talking, or they in, like we introduced the set. And like the jive talking set has like a cardboard thing with sharpie on it that says jive talking, but it's like misspelled. Yeah. And out come the dups with bowed up, like riding a fake pony, or it might have been stand up. I don't know. It might have been. Uh, Bo is the one who is in Trevor Murdoch. Okay, so B for Bo. B for Bain Trevor Murdoch. Got it. <laughs> B for bald, as in not bald. As in Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I, I, got like Trevor, a... I think Stan, Stan had the lighter fluid, which I thought was like glue, and the joke was that he was sniffing glue. No. But no, it was lighter no. fluid. So yeah, they come out with a fake pony, and they introduce that now that they can do whatever they want, that they're the new hardcore division, and they're introducing the Dup Cup. Why did I put WoW, keep it classy, NWA? Oh, because I think Disco Inferno actually just straight up called... He called them retarded. Called them retarded? Yeah, thank you. And I was like, oh, wow, Jesus Christ. All right. So the Dup Cup Cup Invitational, which is a spittoon... Uh, which they've but apparently it, also drank moonshine and shit out of, like their dad drank moonshine out of it or whatever. So they're friends. introducing ten rules, and the gimmick is you win the Dup Cup if you get ten points, and the ten rules are related to points. Now yes. imagine this being explained to you as slowly as possible, and with shitty f- with shitty fake Southern accents and a chalkboard that's <laughs> allow me yeah. to uh, allow me to read off the the uh, the point system for you can it. i just say real quick though oh yeah that... they also mentioned their family including their son roundup who i would like to point out has cancer uh... <laughs> and, and shit and shit in the dup cup apparently yes and their and their father pop dup 
who drank moonshine out of the Dup Cup. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I wanted to say that, you know, if Disco uh, was uh, bothered by this so much to use the R word, why was he okay with them continuing on in the first uh, at he all? He let him explain all the rules, beats included, beats for commentary, beats for the crowd. Just, oh my God. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so. I've never you think, seen... You would think he would, he would be like, can we st please stop? Okay, can we... Get, get out get with it or something. I don't know. Or just get out. But yes, let me uh, let me read off the points. Uh, for rule the number one, table you, spot is two point five points. Table. Eight. If you put your opponent through a table, that's two and a half points. But I'm trying to. I'm trying but, to do. <laughs> A flaming table. If you, table pot if is you five put points. them through a table that's on fire, that's five points. Which it's is where, which explains why they had the lighter fluid. Yes. If you put your head into turlet, it's two yeah, and so a if half you put points. Your, if you give your opponent a swirly, two point five points. If it's a swirly with a with a shit with a toilet full of shit, shit in it. 3.5 points. <laughs> and it's written as shit. <laughs> Uh, I've never enough of explaining it like them. You can explain it like normal. Okay. okay. 2.5. Uh, sexual assault is 2.5 points for women and 3.5 points if you sexually assault a man. Yes. You get 2.5 points if you beat up Jeremy Borash. Two and a half and points point for fucking Bar Jeremy Borash. And 2.5 points for uh, attacking the ticket lady. Vasa de Noches is 2.5 points. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking that's a deep cut for you. Okay, what they say is if you involve a farm animal in the match, two point five points. Yes, yes. I just wanted and then to they get. Don't it. explain I... what you would do with a pig. It's exactly that's why I got in my uh, reference to the pig sex movie. Paddling was... the paddling uh, an opponent with their hobby horse, horsey poo, is two point five points, but. It is minus 2.5 points if the opponent likes it. Why are we using decimals? <laughs> because fuck it. It's well, it's like blank and a half, but fuck it. I like. <laughs> Isn't there a, a like a cartoon that has like a character or or an animal or, or like a horse named Horsey Poo? I swear I don't there is. Know. I don't uh, care. Using using their blow up doll J gets you 2.5 points. If but, you cry in the match, you lose five points. Like a pussy. Use of a use of a weapon from a fan is a point. Yes. And that's like an addition they add on later. That's retroactive. And sticking your opponent's head in the cotton candy machine for a full rotation gets you ten points. Yes, and um, then Dup takes his clothes off, or one of the Dups takes his clothes off to reveal that he has like I love you, gold. I think it was fan. Yeah. And then they and then they offer sixty four cents and a night with fluff. To, while if they you watch. win the dub cut and Paulina from Tough Enough there. And Paulina from Tough and Enough. She there. is huge. She's huge, but I don't think she has any wrestling skill at all. It's so, entirely likely. They, they mentioned that like sixty four cents isn't really a good reason to like wrestle over this whole dub cup thing. So they decide that the winner gets to fuck fluff, but they while get they to watch. watch. While they get to watch. So, so Ed Ferrara wants to cuck the dubs. 
Because uh, so, he immediately accepts the challenge. So we are now in a match for the Dup Cup. Yes. Again, another title held by two white guys. I think it's both of them. It might have just been Bo. Ed Ferrara versus the Dups with... And Ed Ferrara punches Jeremy Borash in the face. And this sucks. <laughs> this goes on forever. I have, like... Ed Ferrara that, like, can't wrestle? Yeah. There's just a bunch of chair shots and the they crowd give Don West. Start... They give Don West the mic and he's just screaming into it about points. You know... What this makes me think of is like when Vince or Shane in WWE would wrestle, but Vince was never a wrestler, but he, when he actually started wrestling, he was jacked. He was just built like a brick shithouse. Yeah, so and when Shane wrestled, he wasn't built like a brick shithouse, but he was out of his goddamn mind. And willing yeah. to fucking go through plexiglass if need be. Yes. But it was like the thing, like, you you could potentially believe that Vince could Vince could uh, beat someone up because he just looked like he could wreck your shit. But Ed Ferrara just I'm sorry, just is not believable in any way at all. Just this sucks. So they brawl in the ring. At this point, I also noticed a sign in the crowd, and I asked this question: How can you, in good conscience? carry a WWE suck sign and present it during this segment. Yeah. This I is... missed that. So wow. um, they brawl up the ramp. They kind of go in the back and then like one of them tries to attack the uh, ticket lady who's actually just an, el an elderly woman. Yeah. No, no. Hey. Wait, not that one. No. Why, is that, the you... Why is that the first search result? <laughs> Let me try some here. Play. The fans had been completely dead for the majority of... Damn it! Yeah, that's what fucking Fuck happened. Brian. Fuck you, Brian Zane. Why are you doing this to us? You're ruining our show. She's a stunt grand. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, guy who voices Salem from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Thanks, Nick Backe. Damn it, Brian Zane. Yeah, fuck Brian Zane. They, uh, have been, they have been dead for a majority of the match until a group of when they were when they were hitting when they were grabbing chairs from the audience and hitting them hitting each other yeah, with they, it. they they fight the old lady and the old lady starts chasing them with the broom Jesus which was pretty funny <laughs> that was the only highlight i th felt of the they, they grab the, the blow up doll jay and they hit him um the fans keep calling for the uh to ask the dubs, use my chair. Use my chair. The first in Dad Ferrara, which is just so, a sentence. So, uh, Ferrara grabs Horsey Poo, spanks Bo, and Bo likes it, so he loses points. And then Ed Ferrara loses after being put through a table. And then Ed, Stand Up sh shows his ass. Why are Bo pet, pet Dubs pants down? Why are we seeing his ass? I should note that some of those shots that Ed, that Ed used with the fucking horsey poo were not to the bare ass, so they wouldn't have counted anyway. Yeah. I just... And Fuck, then this fucking sucks. I don't know... I don't understand why someone would have this on their fucking show if they want people to enjoy it 
So, so by comparison, I want to note how much time did fucking uh, did fucking uh, True versus Shamrock for the for the uh, for the uh, world title? Roughly get? nine minutes. Roughly nine minutes. I'm gonna. I'm this gonna segment check. was about ten, fifteen, and then the match was six. Yeah, so it got way more time than a main event than a than a fucking world title match. It went on after the that fucking main event title match. Yeah, uh, I would have. Yeah, I holy I don't fuck. think I've ever hated a match more than this one. This is awful. I think the only match I've ever hated more was when Jeff Hardy walked out high as shit against Sting. And oh, yeah. Sting was just like, what the fuck's this? <laughs> what the hell? And then, like, they had to, like, negotiate a bunch and then, like, just... At least that match was short, yeah, in a way. Yeah, Sting just DDT'd him. Yeah. So, and uh... They at the end of the match, by the way, at the end of the match, they put... They finally put a blur on Boadup's ass, even though they had shown, shown it without a blur before, and I immediately go... Why didn't you do that before? So um, they interview Monty Brown at a bench. In a park. There's a, there's in a park. I, I imagine Ken Shamrock's going there right now to do another walk. <laughs> I'm walking home. I got to go through this park first. <laughs> so, yeah, they just talk about Monty Brown in the NFL. And, you know, he went undrafted. And, he had and to his deal thoughts with, on truth. And his thoughts on truth and politics and wrestling in the NFL. And then Elix Skipper just runs up and hits him with paint, even though I thought it was mustard at first because it's like bright yellow paint. It's a bright yellow paint. We were very, I was very confused. And then it was like, oh my God. Oh, he's covered in yellow now. And I don't get it. You're yellow now. Why did he throw paint at him? I don't know. I don't know. When it comes to this show, I don't get it. Uh. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Lars von Trier's TNA continues, and uh, Don Harris versus Malice in a Who Cares match. It was first blood, yes. Uh, And also Rob cares. Mike Tanay googled what an outad is. Good for him. Yeah, we googled it too, and we found out, oh yeah, it's a fucking... Malice is a shark, they do a lot of brawling, it's just brawling. Uh, Slash grabs an ice pick and then Don James, Harris grabs it. James Mitchell asks why a bear pisses on a tree. I have a question though. If Don Harris bleeds and then they mark him with the blood of the Aw Dad, would he get like Satan Hep? We're gonna give you Hep. <laughs> they keep calling the the this box, which is supposed to hold, hold the blood of the Aw Dad. The Ark of the Covenant, and I'm going, sorry, it's way too small to be that. Yeah, have you ever watched, like, an Indiana Jones film? Uh, exactly. So, I'm sorry, I don't care. I, I don't care about this match at all. No, Don no, Harris lost. Is... That, that's you know, Don, damn, it, fuck it. it. It wasn't as offensive at the last match, but it wasn't good either. It just felt like compounding on to the crap. Uh, Goldilocks uh, is in the back again. Sonny Siaki's looking for Ricky Steamboat. Well, why didn't you talk to him earlier, you fucking moron? Uh, 
Don't look at Sonny Siaki's ass. Don't look at his ass. Bruce takes the microphone and he wants to interview Taylor Vaughn. She calls him a homo. Then they kind of like lovely yell at each other, and then Loki and AJ Styles just show up in the same room to fight. I feel like like Bruce and Taylor start like saying like, "Oh yeah," so they agree to a mat. They agree to an evening gown match. Yes. Later on, and then just suddenly AJ Styles and Loki are just rushing into the women's locker room, beating each other up. And they, like, were oh, they my. fighting before, and they had to figure out which cameras were filming or what? <laughs> Like, that's probably the best answer I'm ever going to get to the question of why did this happen? Um, what happened to Jerry Lynn? Jerry Lynn's around. <laughs> uh, Jaren then- versus <clears throat> Apollo for the number one contendership. There's a sign in the crowd that says, like, Robert Evans sucks, and I just say, I like Behind the Bastards. I don't know. It, Robert Evans is a, is a slap nuts, is what it said. Yeah. Or is a slap nut. And it's like, man, what did Robert Evans ever do to you? <laughs> he might be Antifa. No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> but that doesn't mean he's a slap nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the mat is all gross still. Yeah. This is where I noticed, yeah, now it's especially covered in blood and it's gross and I hate it. Ricky Steamboat's the ref. He just sort of does ref shit. He complains about Apollo taking something to the outside while Jeff Jarrett's outside. Yeah, you keep it in the ring. Like Jeff standing outside the ring waiting. Uh, there's a spot where Apollo bladed, and then uh, Jeff Jarrett. He bled, like, he bled like a fucking stuck pig. There was one p- point that bugged me commentary-wise where Apollo was standing on the edge of the ring apron, and Jarrett was on the floor, That's... and then he kicks Jarrett while he's on the ring rope. That's and funny. then commentary calls it a super kick, and I'm going, no, that's a, that's he didn't a regular get a kick. <laughs> that is a kick, sir. He didn't get full extension of his leg. Um, there's a really long figure four spot where like uh yeah. Paolo passes out from the figure four leg lock. The leg lock makes him pass out. <laughs> You're being like it can't be that painful that it makes you pass out. Like this ain't well, this ain't got, like he still woke up and flipped it over. Exactly. This ain't this ain't fucking Bret Hart Stone Cold at WrestleMania here. So we get to the finish after a okay match. I'm sorry, I've never been a huge fan of Jeff Jarrett. It just sort of feels like he just doesn't have a distinct wrestling style. <laughs> He's a sudden wrestler, wrestle man. Yeah, but like, he what is... are his moves besides the stroke? Do you know his moves? Uh, the figure four. One. And uh, hitting people with a guitar. That's not a move, that's a guitar. <laughs> hitting people with chairs. That's a, that's a chair. <laughs> what, a does chair he, what does he do? <laughs> what does he do? Besides punching. Um, so well, I'm, the... I'm looking at his moves. So his finisher moves were the El Cabong, uh, yes. running, That's running, running DDT, the figure four, and the stroke. His signature moves included a diving crossbody, wow, double le- double leg slam, double underhook face, double underhook face buster. Wait a minute, I'm Triple H. <laughs> I'm Triple H. Slap nuts. Uh, Drop kick and Zaguri, Lariat, leaping body, leapfrog body guillotine, 
power slam, sleeper hold. Yeah, it really mostly nothing special at all, really. So <clears throat> the finish is just the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Oh. So um, Apollo yeah. starts to get the upper hand, and he hits his big moves, and he pins Jeff Jarrett. Steamboat does this thing where he counts like one, two. Jeff Jarrett gets his arm up because he's slow counting. Three. So he counts three with Jeff Jarrett's arm up. Now, if you're a logical person, you would think, oh, Ricky Steamboat's taking Apollo's side. Right? No. Well, yes, but... Yes, because if Jeff Jarrett kicked out of a pin and he counted three anyway, that means he fucked over Jeff Jarrett. Now... What happened, what actually happens is after he counts three, he stands up and calls Jeff Jarrett the winner. What? He calls, he calls him the winner for kicking out of a pin that he did, that he counted three, four. So Apollo is wondering, like, if he just kicked out of my pin, you know, I'd just beat his ass and pin him again. But no. That's not how this fucking works. Jeff Jarrett wins because he kicked out of a pin. <laughs> fucking and, and the worst part after all this stupid and I'm just and we're just hearing like Ricky Steamboat go, yeah, yeah, you won the match, Jeff Jarrett. You've got tr- you've got the truth, but I didn't say it was going to be a title match. <clears throat> and you've got the truth in a match for the tag titles against AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn. Like what? How does Steamboat interpret what Jarrett wanted to be a shot at the tag titles? Well, Steamboat he, is a fucking moron. No, he, he, he did the wordplay thing where he's like, I'll get your truth if you beat Apollo. And then he made it so he beat Apollo, even though Apollo was fucking pinning him. And you think getting your ass kicked by a 260-pound Puerto Rican would teach him his lesson. But no, he wants to put Jeff Jarrett in a title match. In a tag I, I title I, match. I think I swear they justified the finish by, even though, yeah, that Jarrett was the one pinned, Apollo somehow had his shoulders down during it. This isn't a fucking double pinning situation, though. It wasn't a double pin. Like, you know, that kind of weird roll up where both their shoulders are down? No, it was a straight lay across his body pin. And then Jeff Jarrett got his shoulder up, and he counted three, and that means Jeff Jarrett wins. Uh, no, this is why no one gives a shit about TNA. <laughs> this yeah. is why it's. This is why it's. I don't know how it's still running, but it is. And yeah, this is why it took forever for it to get anywhere. This is why it took forever for it to be relevant, for it to be good. And the worst part is, they could have been good a long fucking time ago. (laughs) They had the exposure. ROH had better wrestling, but they had the audience. They had the possibility of, like... They had the potential to be a competitor. And they fucking threw it away because they couldn't stop stroking their dicks on stupid shit like this. They have fantastic wrestling. Absolute 
fucking bangers of like AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn and the fucking Flying Elvises and those Puerto Rican guys. Like, they're all great. <laughs> you have young talent who you can make into fucking stars. And yet, this shit's happening. <laughs> so is this match all because all of Vince fucking Russo? And just so one of them, so and the crowd chants bullshit, by the way. And Apollo's pissed. And Steamboat's like, "I'll talk. I'll tell you why in the back. We go into the back now. The match is over, Apollo." Uh. I so remember that Apollo during the match. Yeah, we do. Yeah, he got the tag title shot because they played "Who's on first with Ron Killings' name. I remember during the match they had their commentary was saying that this has been nonstop action since the start of the pay-per-view. I'm going, Fuck uh, off. did you guys just forget the Dups taking several minutes to list their hardcore rules? But then again, I suppose it would be weird if I'm the commentators even... just, some, just some came out and right away and said, yeah, that part sucked. It's just, it, they had the opportunity to be a solid number two. Not just number two by default. I don't think they would have beaten WWE. No, that's wishful thinking. But if they stopped doing this stupid fucking shit, they'd probably be in the red. They'd probably be in the black in like 2010. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. They the wouldn't have to bring I've... in Hulk fucking Hogan. <laughs> the only time I've ever heard a commentary actively bury a show was Michael Cole on it was, I think, the second or third season of NXT. I think that was the season with the women. They, they, occasionally, commentators will bury a segment when it's like when they're given the audible of this is this is bad. I think there was but like I a Brad Maddox segment that they had to shit on once. Um, I think they usually do it a little bit more subtly, though. Yeah, they like whatever. Just, they don't outright just come and say, "Oh, this sucks." This if they are called something bowling shoe ugly. You know he's fucking done with that with that match. Bowling shoe ugly, yeah. I just this pissed me off <laughs> so much. Like, first of all, Jeff Jarrett, I don't know if he's writing himself, like if he has creative or not. I feel but, like he does since he's a founding member of this it, fucking experiment. His character is dog shit. And his character sucks. And Apollo they're doing my boy Apollo dirty. You know, I um, I ironically liked Apollo, but now I actually like Apollo. Fucking go Apollo. Just, he's everything. He's everything. He literally is. He's strong. He's fast. He can fucking go in the ring. He can work. He's got an accent, but he can talk. He can talk. He just, he he just, needs, to, he just needs to slow down a little bit because he started yeah. becoming unintelligible. Uh, you know, what can you do about that? Um, you know, it happens. But still, they have a perfectly good chance to get, if not a world champion, then a great X Division champion out of Apollo. And my and question to it. Jeff Jarrett at this time is, why the fuck would you even listen to Vince Russo? Like, I'm, I'm thinking of that one time in like WCW where he laid down for Hulk Hogan, and then Hulk Hogan quit, and then like Vince Russo just came out and started talking shit about everybody. Just yeah. fuck this guy. He's your he's dragging you down. <laughs> I don't he's even He's not your friend. He's, he's a fucking not, moron. He's not your friend. He's a fucking moron and he's trying to get himself over. That's all he does. 
He hates wrestling. He really does. He hates wrestling. He hates wrestling. He hates the boys in the back. He likes him. He likes himself. And he'll either show up on TV if you let him or have people be his mouthpiece. I can tell when someone's his mouthpiece because they're like, oh, you're dumb. You're fucking southern, retarded, dumbass. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, like the the whole thing with the dups just alone, just as you've said, Ali, is like he he's writing for a southern audience, but he writes it with such fucking contempt for that audience that I, 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 think I am blown he not away. Only has I am blown away that the audience actually comes to the show i think he has contempt for all wrestling fans but especially southern wrestling fans especially the south and, you know, they've never we made we made southern jokes like our friend rob he's from virginia we shit on him constantly but like it's a demo this it's is a demo it's a demo that wwe doesn't have you could appeal to them so easily you could even pander them you kind of pandered to them back when you had toby keith I don't even like Toby Keith, but that's a good that's a good pander move. You know, I don't give a shit about NASCAR, but you know what? Bringing in Hermie Sadler was probably your best move, even though he made our truth look like a bitch. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, you could you could you could give one of the wrestlers a NASCAR gimmick, like fucking, or a NASCAR enthusiast gimmick, or just <clears throat> Jamie yeah, Noble would so, be great for this. Make Jimmy company. Yang a cowboy. <laughs> He, he would sell, be a cowboy. He would be gangbusters down there, man. <laughs> Jamie Noble would get over like oh, over absolutely, dude. Like underdog Southern guy, like straight from a trailer park, but like yes. endear him to the crowd by just you know he, he just tries real hard and shit. <sighs> it sucks. This this sucks not just because it's regular bad wrestling on its face. It's also because it has the potential to be so much better. I'm the kind of guy who... I used to be that guy, that negative wrestling fan who's like, Oh, it's bad. It makes me want to kill myself. This uh, sucks. Man. It's bad. But, like, I just see this from, like, a wider view of, like, experience and perspective. And I just sort of think that, like... Why do you have all your to Why do you have an entire tool set at your disposal and yet you're fixing the car with the fucking banana? <laughs> like it's like well it's like I think you once said that booking should be like cuz you were talking about Adam Blompier's fantasy booking thing for like ECW it's like and how like and when you're fantasy booking it should be like what's in your fridge, you know? Yes. Work with what you have. And you've got some really good shit in your fridge. Just, yeah, it's the what's in your fridge mentality of like, let's say you are so closed off that everyone you have is who you have. You can't just shell out a shitload of money and get a big guy over from WWE. This is your lot. What can you do with it? And you can do a lot of shit with it, dude. You got you, you so had Shamrock. You had some really good tag workers, some great X Division guys. I can grab eight dudes off the top of my head from that roster, and I couldn't make a main event scene around them. Jeff Jarrett mm -hmm. wouldn't fucking even be in it. 
Scott Hall, because at least he's an established talent. Well, Scott Hall's our Chris Jericho, like AEW Chris Jericho, of like yeah, the he's there. He's there because people know him. Yes. And then you got all these other people that people don't know, like Apollo and Ron Killings and Loki and Styles. AJ Styles and Jerry Lynn and fucking just break up the flying elves, put Sonny Siaki as a solo guy, Jorge Estrada as a solo guy, Jimmy Yang. You got the Shane twins were absolutely hosed by being turned into penis men. Just yeah. make your Shane twins your tag team guys. Fucking, I I know Amazing Red's a baby, but he'll he'll fit in just fine. He'll like, do good. What the fuck? Oh, and fuck! I didn't even talk about Monty Brown. And heck, and heck Brown. the disciples. And heck, the disciples of the uh, uh, the Mitchell's guys aren't bad either. I don't even like yeah. Ma- I don't even like Malice, but put him in there. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. You got a monster heel you could work with. Put him in a mask if you need to. I feel like you could work it. Uh, Slash is all right. I remember Slash. We haven't Clark. seen Devin Storm in forever. We ha- yes, Stormin, Stormin Harris. That's another tag team division. You bought no, Sabu. no. I meant Devin Storm. Oh, sorry, Devin Storm. You brought Sabu. Hey, where you the fuck did Devin Storm go? What the fuck? Where's, where's Sabu? Is also a good point. Where's Sabu? You had all those guys on that one X Division match, like fucking Christopher Daniels. And do you know what's the best way to get them over? Have them fight Scott Hall. They don't even have to win. They just have to look competent. That'll get them over. <laughs> I would, you know, what would have been would be great with all the X Division talent they they showed us in that one match. Have like a fucking X Division tournament, like a full tournament with eight dudes. You don't even have to. I have love them tur- win I love tournament meeting. brackets. Tournament brackets are fun. Yeah, the one night tournament was all right, but like if they did like a multi like 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 day tournament or like a multiple like taping tournament. Would have gotten that title over way better. Yeah, I just fuck, man. It's Fucking... like it's like you have a gourmet steak in your fridge, and yet every night I have all the parts for it. You have all the parts to make like a gourmet steak and like a wine reduction, fucking like sick ass rosemary butter sauce with like the shit. What's the name? Shit. What's the name of that one sauce? And eh, fuck it. Just like a, a nice port reduction, all that like shit. Like an aioli of some kind. Yeah, and you're sitting there making fucking popcorn. <laughs> you're making Hungry Man. <laughs> Russo is also... Uh, not like, even Hungry Man. Hungry Man might be good. You're making no, like a banquet frozen you're making, dinner. You're making like a Celeste pizza. <laughs> when you have like a make a steak kit with all the instructions... <laughs> You're making like a like a banquet frozen dinner where the corn like got into the brownie. Yeah, the worst you know, thing. And, and like problem. the and just like the chicken patty with that is just like a big chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah. Another problem Russo shows on this show is that he seems to be like this guy who can't help himself when it comes to looking at what matches he has on the car and goes. Man, there's thousands of normal matches. I'm why have a normal match? I'm gonna be why not have an I'm evening gonna, gal match. I'm why not be, have the dups make up their own hardcore division with a bunch of stupid rules? I'm gonna be oh my different. God. I'm gonna be different. You know what? Let us transition back into actually talking about the show. We got the evening gown match. It happened. I genuinely have nothing else to say besides that. 
Some lady Bruce is in a screaming. dress. Someone's died in the crowd, I guess. Someone got murdered in the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> some lady just keeps screaming murder during the match. Kwee, I know this is the thing you do. You're not I paid get, enough for this. Alan Funk, you, you do not get nearly enough money for doing this. I don't think they're going to give you any respect or money or anything for going or, like, trying this hard for them. Just... You're just there for Vince Russo to make gay jokes, and that has to be the just, saddest life. Just go somewhere else. Don't enable him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so yeah, Taylor Vaughn loses the evening gown match, and Bruce yeah, and like, his Bru Bruce title, strips and then off, he strips. Bruce strips off Taylor Vaughn's clothes by going, ooh, yucky, and like gingerly pulling back her dress. And he's like, I don't want to touch your butt. Ew, it's gross, girls. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get. He doesn't want to get infected with the hetero. Yeah, she, he doesn't want the straight on him. And um, then he wins and shows his ass. He's wearing like a thong and a garter belt, but they blur it. Yeah, and yeah. But at least they blurred it this time. But I was like, oh god, not ass again. Um, you know, I'm not. You can the, never escape ass on this. I'm not program, the moral. Can we? I'm not a moral guy. Like, honestly, if you say fuck or shit in front of me, I don't care. There's children in the crowd. <laughs> there's children in this fucking crowd. There are children. There's children in the crowd. What Jerry... It, they don't let kids into the Jerry Springer set, you fucking dunce. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this was probably just like a day at the fair or something for them. And they thought, let's go see a wrestling show. Yeah, I just... I got this. It's just, it's bad, it's stupid, it's pointless. Like, and I was pissed before. I was pissed before, but now I'm just sad <laughs> at this point. I mean, to be fair, just bare butt is not the worst thing to get see. It's every, it's all the, it's all the offensive material. It's. Look, man, if you're gonna, so if you're gross. gonna be the fucking, well, we're pushing the envelope. We're, we're almost TVMA. Make your show adults. I make your show adults. Card your, fu card your fucking crowd. Didn't they make yeah. a joke about, like, like the Dubs wanting to pay only child prices or something and having to pay adult or, some, or, or like, the yes. opposite? I bet they did, yeah. Why is there any point where there's child price tickets? No, this is an adults-only show. If you're going to no, pull this shit, it is. Yeah. Especially if you're going to pull this shit... Like, you have to be 18 or older, maybe a little, a little, maybe at most 15 could probably handle this. Maybe. It's kind of be but, like a, you're buying but, an M-rated game at a GameStop. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be, you gotta have ID on you. Don't let children watch this shit. Uh, <laughs> Don West now has to, beg, like, barter with you to stay. <laughs> Begs you to stay. Shows off the t-shirts poorly. He he shows yeah. off an AJ Styles shirt, but doesn't unfold it. <laughs> so yeah, he he's not doing it. a good job. He doesn't hold them up properly so we can see the design. Then he grabs, hey, a, then he grabs a limited design. time TNA shirt and then just fucking throws it before we can see it. It, it was like for the pay, like the debut pay per view. Uh, then we got a hat. It's twenty bucks. It's a little steep for me. I'd probably right, go for like hold 15. the fucking shirt so Don can like show off the fucking designs. Jesus Christ. And uh, now we get to our actual main event. Low key our versus AJ Styles versus Jerry Lynn for the X Division Championship. AKA, if you actually feel like watching this show based on our 
are talking about it. Look, go on you go on YouTube or Daily Motion or wherever the fuck you go. Or if you want to go on Impact Plus, they have better pay-per-views. We watched Rebellion that same night and it was pretty yeah. good. Like that it, was not that was not bad. Impact it you know, TNA slash impact has gotten way the fuck better than it ever was. <clears throat> so it's just upsetting just that they could have been. Find it online, watch it, ignore the rest of the show, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Except maybe the flying Elvises and Flying Elvises versus the Spanish announced team is also pretty good. But uh Lynn has the USA theme. AJ has like a beanie with like a little part cut out at the top so his hair pokes out and God. it looks stupid. I hate it. <laughs> they called AJ Styles a mark instead of a marked man. <laughs> well, they said he was a marked man. I joked that like Don Weiss just said AJ Styles is a mark. <laughs> It should have been a great call. And this match is fantastic. Um, this could have been the whole pay-per-view. Yeah. I didn't really take any notes because I was just too engrossed in I, I mostly, I mostly look, wrote down spots. There was an over-the-top... wrote down spots? There was like a <laughs> slingshot victory roll, but like they were still holding on to each other and it turned into like a German suplex roll-up thingy, which looked pretty cool. There was like yeah. a super power bomb into a superplex. Ooh. There was um, shitloads of roll ups. Everyone started rolling up each other. Then they all started doing fin their each other's finishers. Like Loki hit a Styles Clash and fucking and like uh, I think AJ Lynn hit, hit the pile driver. Lynn hit the key crusher and like some other shit. <laughs> oh wait, no, I think it was like I think Loki did the. The pack, like the package, or the the fucking what's it like something pile driver, the the, the cradle fuck, pile driver, the, the cradle pile driver, and then Lynn hit the key crusher, and it was it was neat. There was a ref bump. AJ hits Lynn with a chair. This goes on for about like seventeen minutes. It was pretty decent length. Uh, yeah. There's this weird spot where like low key hits his finisher on Lynn. And AJ goes for the spiral tap, but when he lands the spiral tap, the pin continues. Like he didn't break up the pin, and it just—it's a three count. Also, um, during the fucking spiral, like when they he hits the spiral tap, I think Don West called it the Styles Clash. It's like yeah, no, yeah, it's the Styles Clash. He made multiple weird calls, mistakes during this match. I noticed. I forget what the other. One, uh, there was like at least one other weird call he made that I forget what it was. Um, Jeff Jarrett's in the back, and then AJ sort of just starts beating up Jerry Lynn, and then a bunch of security shows up, and like one of the securities, like just a child. That is <laughs> yeah, a teenager right there. There's like a 13 year old in a security shirt. It's weird. Yeah, there's like, why is there a kid as a security person? Oh, excuse me. Oh uh, god. So they brawl and we're out of time. That's And we're out of time again. I uh Holy. I'm not happy. <laughs> Ali just Ali just exploded on this episode, folks. I've never seen him legitimately worked like that was spoony levels of worked up you just got. I <laughs> <laughs> <You were pissed. laughs> For ever, 
for all the the stuff that Spoonie went through, even that just does not compare to this. I hate wasted potential more than I hate bad product. <laughs> and that's, I think, what got him, was he just realized there's so much good happening here, so why is this on the show? Why? I think I shouted at one point during the main event, why are they here? Why is AJ Styles what? and Jerry Lynn and Loki in this fucking dump? <laughs> in this... I Absolutely. No, no, that's my constant response. <laughs> Why? I don't know what this show is. It's... I don't get it. Ah! How Thanks do you pulling out my uh, my audio? Uh... <laughs> really peaked there, huh? So <laughs> yeah, that is like this is probably the worst of. This is probably the worst TNA pay per view we've seen. Yeah. Right, which and sucks I, because it has a fantastic match on it. <laughs> it has two good. It has a good match and it has a great match. It, but it's the just so is the inundated. only thing I I swear that has any merit almost in this in this company. It's the only thing that's keeping this fucking company alive, really. I just, I don't know why they think anyone gives a shit about this stupid bullshit that Vince Russo thinks is entertaining. I don't I get don't it. know why, I don't know how they think this guy actually knows what he's doing. How, how do you trick people into thinking you're competent is my I, question, I guess. I genuinely don't know. I don't know because how this guy. Because he, like, like a one-hit like one wonder, he, he, he nailed it once. He nailed but it once. You think people would just go, "All right, this guy's this guy doesn't have it." And you know that that's unfair to a lot of one-hit wonders because a lot of them are just really good people that couldn't cross over due to lack of like appeal because you know they're foreign, or just guys yeah, that got like, screwed over by their label. Look, man, if you fall down the stairs and you somehow write a novel because your face hit the keyboard the right amount of times, how do you convince anyone that you know what you're doing? <laughs> I don't I just, know. I, I just look at the audience that, that 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 they continually seem to be able to to have during these pay-per-views and I'm just thinking to myself Vince Russo thinks you're stupid and you're proving him right by showing up really <laughs> like in a in a sane and just world I think Vince I, Russo would be known as a guy who makes like really bad low grade movies that show up on like best of the worst and always get destroyed yeah like he's he's the he's things or whatever it's called or the yeah, jar things or the jar like he's that he's not a guy who's known for working in several wrestling companies it just isn't right i just i don't know like i don't hate people like in general you have to do a lot to make me hate you. Like you have to be like a pedophile or something for me to hate you, right? Like, but like Vince Russo's a sack of shit, but he's not. He's a sack of shit, and he tells he's he's made a show entirely out of his disdain for you and what you like. Yes. What I don't understand is that there's still people that follow him to this day. He has a podcast. He has like a. <laughs> fucking podcast and people actually listen to it. So to listen uh, to Rassle Boys, Rassle Boys. No, okay. Really? Uh, no, actually, just listen to Rassle Boys. Anyway, let's get on awards. to the awards. Awards. 
So we're going to do something a little bold and something that's probably not going to happen too often. Much like when we gave a tag team underrated, not one person has MVP. Not two people. Free. AJ Styles, Loki, and Jerry Lynn all win MVP this week. All yep. collectively. I know. It's crazy. If but they have, all hold you. If you have a problem with that, fucking fight me. <laughs> fight the both of us. Come on. Like, I'm not a Square fight. Up. I'm not a fighter, but I could sit on you and you wouldn't like that. Square <laughs> up. Challenge us challenge us to a trios match. We'll all fight you. Square <laughs> up. Just they carried the whole show. I felt joy watching them. I felt joy like a joy that had like a simmering hatred and negativity underneath it because I just sort of felt like this should have been more. You three are in the prime of your fucking lives. You're here. Jerry Lynn's in like was in like his 30s, so that's like the peak point of your career. Once you're in your 30s, you you're gonna be doing your best work. Yeah, you know and what he's, he's fucking here. I don't get it. Like WWE let him go like three months ago because he fucked his knee up, and they thought, oh, he would take too long to recover, and he's up here in fucking Nashville. Blowing the fucking house down. <laughs> you know what I would compare it to is I've heard a lot of people say who played the 2006 Sonic game, the, the Sonic, which was called Sonic the Hedgehog. That the music is really, really good, but it's like, why is it in this game? Because the game itself sucks. I would compare it to that. Like, these wrestlers are here. But why are they here? Or like that why one actor in a really bad movie who is so much better, who blows everyone out of the water. I always go back to Dan Janjigian, or however you pronounce his name, the guy who plays Chris R. in the room, who wasn't even an actor. Yeah, but he nailed his lines. <laughs> but he so got into the, like, he so dug himself deep into that, uh, into that method style that he just fucking nailed it and convinced everyone like people that this guy wasn't an actor but a drug dealer who somehow got on the set yes it's so like what the hell the only thing i don't i can understand that might people might not like about jerry lynn is he's kind of a quiet dude but he's kind of a quiet dude he can't cut a great promo if you don't know how to write around that then you're a shit writer <laughs> You know, it is as Jim Cornette said when they sent Matt Morgan back to OVW. Oh, wait, it wasn't Cornette, but Cornette had overheard the story. It was Kenny Bolin who said this, where um, Matt Morgan said, they brought me back here because creative didn't have, the writers didn't have anything for me. Kenny Bolin, who never worked with WWE creative at that point, he was strictly like an OVW-like worker, said, Busley, fire the fucking writers. If you can't find something for someone... Find someone who will. Find someone who will. A and good enough writer can make anything work. Anything. It doesn't matter how stupid the premise is. It doesn't matter how silly it is. It doesn't matter how much it doesn't fit. A good writer can make a shit idea fucking amazing. That's why that WWE, for example, has no excuse when they when they say when they let someone go for Oh, we don't have anything creatively for you. That's why we're letting you go. Yeah. And speaking of people who have been getting just hosed by creative, 
Underrated is Apollo, of course. Yeah, he's everything. Uh, he has everything. You know, my underrated was Amazing Red. Actually, uh, you know what? I'll say that's fair. <clears throat> um, it's fair, but I kind of agree with Mega Fighter that I feel like Apollo got fucked. Yeah, especially Apollo because way more. he's on his way out in the next couple of months. <sighs> they just completely <clears throat> wasted him here. Just... Yeah. You know, another person they wasted, uh, I think, could have done great things in the company. Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Ken Shamrock was a world champion, and they just kind of left, and I don't blame him. Yeah, I would probably get the fuck out of there, too. It's just, I imagine the environment's really toxic. <laughs> and also, that USC money is probably still good while he still can get it. Yeah, he fucking, he, he, he fucking kept ping-ponging between TNA and Bellator and UFC for the last couple of years of his career. Yeah, like he'd come back I, if he'd come back if no one was ringing for a fight. But as soon as someone did, he was back in that fucking octagon. <laughs> it's like, oh, someone wants to fight me. All right, see ya. <laughs> oh, apparently out. he's he's now promoting. Um, he's been promoting bare knuckle boxing since 2019. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, what? Okay, Ken Shamrock, a fucking Ken Shamrock's like, let's fucking go. <laughs> I don't care if I'm 50, whatever. I'll fucking do it. I got Ken Shamrock, a man of many talents, fucking fighter, wrestler, and promoter. Yeah. I always thought Ken Shamrock was fucking cool, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why? Oh, uh, yeah, so why segment? Uh, I have, in all caps, why did Jarrett win? Uh, but I can, be, I can be persuaded. Dup Cup or why did Jarrett win? You know, why did Jarrett win is more confusing, but if you were going to go with worse segment, that would be the dups. Ah, fuck. Uh... You know, I can see what he's saying. Like, it definitely is a why did this happen? Like, I think that's the main question of why, of the why segment is why did this happen, right? Or why is this here? Um, The why segment in my head is a segment that serves no purpose, doesn't benefit anyone, and only exists to exist. Right? You know what? I'm gonna say then. Rocktan's actually on the right path. The dub. Yeah. All right. I think the dub segment wins that by a lion. It was slide. the most pointless fucking thing on the show, <laughs> and it ate up so much fucking time. Yeah. So you know what? I'm I'm gonna say yeah. Dup this show eats this. a bag of dicks. Eats yeah. so many dicks. I don't think there's a sign of the week because I don't fucking care. Um, I mean, are you saying that the Robert Evans is a slab nut isn't winning this he's one? A, he's a journalist and a podcaster. Just because you like behind the bastards doesn't mean he's not a slab nut, Allie. He might be a slab nut. I don't know. He might be a slab nut. After watching this show, I, I, I felt like it was starting to get a headache just thinking about how awful it was. I legitimately have gone down like three steps in my mood since we started this. <laughs> I feel like shit. <laughs> Uh, Rassa Boys on on anywhere you can get a podcast. Rassa Boys on Twitter. We also have our website, rassaboyspod.wordpress.com. Yes. Uh, We started our new project, Toku Boys. It's on this podcast for now because Anchor wouldn't let me make a second account. (laughs) 
yeah, we can't make a separate podcast for Togu Boys, but if you guys want to hear us just kind of puzzling at the first five episodes of Choyo Sentai Zhu Ranger, which is the series that was adapted in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, check it out, you know? Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's fun and kind of nonsensical in a lot of ways. It is. Yeah. It really is like the... It really is just the equivalent of just pretty colors, the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched some episodes with you guys. Yeah, I would say it's confusing, but it's a fun kind of confusion where it has this show isn't. No, no this no. show is suffering. Um, infuriating. Uh, we upload episodes onto YouTube sometimes when I get around to it. Yeah. Uh, I noticed there was a massive spike in viewership this week. And uh, thank, oh, thank, oh my God. Thank, thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't know I'm why not you're really here. sure why there was such a up spike. Do you guys enjoy making us suffer through this? I don't know why, but thanks. I guess. <laughs> really, like we do appreciate what you, like you guys actually viewing this because it's like we'd find no one would want to watch us talk about wrestling like this. Wrestling. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. As soon as I said, it, I was like, "Wait." <laughs> I I appreciate you fans, but at the same time, I hate I hate you for making us watch this. No, I well, hate NBC. Not, I hate not making us watch this. It is our choice. I really. hate NBC Universal for making me have to come up with something else to watch. <laughs> right, yeah. and also I'm still mad at you, Just Incredible, for following us on Twitter. What? Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's just a friendly, friendly bald guy who likes falling through tables and wearing jean shorts. And has a dumb wrestling name. <laughs> okay, did you know, so... You, did you know it means just incredible? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... That, that should do us for now. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. So what do we what do we always say to end off an episode of Rassle Boys? I'm trying to remember. She's a stunt granny. That's